Good evening, nerds and nerdettes, and welcome to another episode of the Your Inner Nerd Podcast. Today, as always, I have my co-host, Sid, but our special guest this evening from Parts Unknown is the Bone Man. Ready to do my wrestling thing? Let's get ready to rumble! Yeah, no, you have to, you have to go longer. What, what, what the hell was that? I can't do it. I can't do it that long. My lungs are probably the same. Look like they fucking been inhaling car exhausts. Uh, welcome, Bone Man. Hey, thanks for having me on here. I I really appreciate the invitation. Thank you. Of course, absolutely. Yeah, no problem, man. You, I will say, this is one of the topics I've been excited to talk about because it's actually for those of you that don't know, our big topic that we're going to talk to Bone Man today about is a uh, battle rap or rap battles. I don't know nothing about it other than my exposure on Eight Mile. So. <laughs> yeah yeah that's usually yeah what i hear from people is oh you know that's all they're familiar with is that the handful of you know like scenes they saw in that movie and and it's rather accurate but it's also very different yeah so before but before we jump into that topic have you guys been playing anything new recently bone man we'll start with you yeah i've been playing a lot of east Escape from Tarkov, like outside of the Daisy, like where I, I met you two guys. But yeah, like Escape from Tarkov is a pretty hot game right now. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's a lot of fun when you're not dead, <laughs> which happens a lot. Even like even the best players in that game get killed by the AI and, and other things like that. And so it is just incredibly, incredibly, uh, uh, what's the word, like punishing. It's like the dark souls of all first-person shooters. So Yeah, yeah, I, I would definitely agree. I recently got it, so I haven't invested as much time into it as you have. But even, I think I fucked myself the other day because I went in as a scav. And I know, like, the scav's almost like a throwaway character. Yeah. So I went in, and I thought I was with another scav, but turns to find out it was an actual player, I'm assuming, because he, like, turned around and just started blasting me. And so I was like really confused. And then of course I play with Sin the Boom and we were just, we got killed from nowhere. I didn't even see where it came from. I just died. And it's not like <laughs> Call of Duty or nothing. So you don't see a kill cam no. that shows where it came from. It is very unforgiving, but it, it, it is a lot of fun. I can see the appeal that people have to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it it can be really hard for new players to get into it because it it does not hold your hand. There's no tutorials, and yeah, it's just really unforgiving. But the but like the feeling, yeah, the, yeah, the game is like a combat simulator. Mm -hmm. Even the lead dev has said the game is not supposed to be fun. It's supposed to mimic you know combat and all the feelings like associated with that, like whether it be like regret or loss or uh, fear or just like all that and. It, 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 yeah, it, 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 like it can weigh on you pretty heavy sometimes when you make your way through the way, you know, like the map and you're, you know, you're completing quests and you're, you know, winning gunfights and then boom, you die right before you're about to exit. And it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a question about that. I have a, a, a comment and a question. Uh -huh. How pissed off do people get in this game? And do you get a lot of toxicity in it? Yes, yeah. I, I wouldn't say you know it's the most uh, a toxic game on the internet, but no, yeah, we all know what that is. All <laughs> oh, rust, exactly. <laughs> but no, I feel like in the past year there's been a giant influx of all players. The game 
became incredibly popular. And yeah, there's a lot of a lot of people coming from like the Call of Duty games and things like that thinking it should be played one way if you play this way you're a bad player you know this or that and 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 so yeah there's going to be toxicity in all gaming communities but there are a lot of discord communities that have been created by content creators that are incredibly welcoming and there's lots of people to play with there's even a program called what is it like the sherpa program and you can have an experienced player kind of teach you the game and uh, oh, that's so. a, that's actually a good idea i might try to yeah take um, it, take advantage of that or, or either run with you and glock master for a little bit i i think it's a free thing i don't think i, gotta, I would charge for it uh yeah there are services out there like that and there's a lot of problems with uh, i wouldn't say that the cheaters in the game are rampant there's cheaters in all games mm-hmm. but but a lot of cheaters cheat to make money Mm-hmm. like in real life and so there's a lot of um real money trading that it that the game developers are, are trying to combat and so it's probably and, similar to um, like wow and wow with, with sure. the gold farmers and stuff where they yeah. try to combat that yeah that, yeah that which is really shitty because it can ruin people's experience totally you know but i've heard the other side like imagine you got a family and you work a nine to five and you only have time to play you know the game a couple hours a night and you just want to ex- you want to play the game, and so you go on to the WoW site and you buy some gold so you can buy some gears, so you can go do some raids, or yeah, right. And so, it, 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 but at the same time, it does really weigh heavy on the game. Like it really changes the economy and all kinds of other stuff. And so, I get it, but I don't know what the answer is. <laughs> Two things I'll say about Tarkov: one on the funny note, one on the serious note. On the funny note. I would not recommend this if you have anxiety. Going to be my comment. I was going to say, why in in the world, especially right now, would anybody want to play? It's probably a really fun game to a point, but as you said, the content creator said it's not supposed to be fun. I would not want to play a game like that right now. My anxiety is already to the max because of the pandemic. I don't know if I could handle it. Oh no, it definitely plays on your anxiety. Like yeah. Hearing gunshots in the distance, not knowing how far they are, hearing bootsteps run around you and not knowing where they're coming from. Because there's no map other than the map you pull up. Like, it's not like a mini map or anything. And on the serious note, it can be a very, like, overwhelming game based on you have to search. Like, if you do kill a player or a scav or NPC or whatever, you have to, when you go through their inventory, you have to search things individually like each little slot you have to search you can't just do like a mass search and it shows everything they have you have to pick through it all there's a lot of menus there's a hideout that you got to upgrade all this different stuff so it can be very overwhelming but if you do want to get it i advise you to do your research on it because it's not for everybody it is very fun but it's definitely not for everybody yeah yeah they yeah they don't want to cater to the casual gamer unfortunately but and but the, there is a lot of yeah like the game is very knowledge based yeah. you have to you have to know a lot of things and and so it's definitely uh, a knowledge over skill I would say and that's hard for a lot of players to grasp because they've been I'll play in Call of Duty and like bunny hopping around and eighties creeping <laughs> everywhere and, and it's like yeah. it, it, it's not that kind of game and so you kind of can play the game that way you oftentimes will get punished for it but mm-hmm. but 
there's a lot of all resources out there like the wikipedia has mm-hmm. all the information you need on all the items and the quests and the maps and everything and it's and a lot of content creators that are that are making some uh all pretty awesome what do you call them how-to guides yeah. there's a lot of information out there so what about you said you still same old playing warcraft same old same old i haven't picked up anything new. i just haven't had time i've been yeah overwatch I did log into Daisy the other day, so that was fun. I was messing with somebody because <laughs> I'm I'm that type of person. I just like to fuck with people. Mm-hmm, yeah, I, I've been. I recently got my PC fixed. So I figured out my issue. I went to Micro Center and got it addressed. For those of you that don't know, my PC had been shutting down, and I kept wondering why. Like, I was like, "Is it the mm. CPU?" I, so I redid the thermal paste on the CPU, but come to find out, and I didn't know this. Cause I'm not the most in, like intellectual when it comes to PCs and building PCs, but I only have a GTX NVIDIA 1060, which isn't bad cause it can play most games out there high settings. So that's fine. But they recommend a minimum of a 600 watt power supply. And the power supply I had on my PC was only a 300 watt. So I just had to go out and buy a 650 power supply. And now it's completely like unlocked Pandora's box for me. So I've been able to play everything that I didn't get to play for like long ex- periods of time. So I've literally jumped around from, I've been playing the shit out of Need for Speed. And then I jumped to like Star Wars and then I actually bought Rust so I could play Rust and I don't know how to play Rust. What's like the biggest mistake you can make? I'm sorry. I, I enjoy it. Like, I've no, enjoyed it so like far. a mixture of Conan <laughs> and Daisy and like yeah. places. Like, in all honesty, I've been running around with some burlap mask on with my dick out because your character spawns completely naked, yep. like, attacking people with rocks and spears. I don't even yep, know it's just a do. bunch of rocks and cocks. Yeah. <laughs> it, really is. it is the truth. And so I haven't figured out what to do, but I've been literally jumping between everything. Tarkov, I've been playing some Tarkov, but... So I've just been like literally games that I've been playing. I've fallen back on my list because I'm playing everything I didn't get to play. So yeah, I bet I've been good. getting on Daisy every now and then. I just recently, like when I say recently, like within the last month, realized that ORP was up and running still, and ever and people were actually on it. So you lie. I told you over. And <laughs> no, but you never said we talked about what it was gonna be and what you guys had planned for it. But I didn't know that. You guys had Discord. I know that, but I don't look at the Discord. Then that's on you. (laughs) It may be, but I don't look at it. So I don't look at most of the Discords I'm in. That's rude. Uh, I hate getting fucking notifications when I'm trying to watch a movie or play something. Why do you have notifications turned on? (laughs) That's a simple thing. Because I'm an average human? That's a simple thing. Said, what is our zombie topic today? It's TV shows. Zombie TV shows. All right. Would would either of you gentlemen like to start the topic? Uh, Let Bowman go. Sure. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I've always had yeah like a fascination always zombies. I don't know why. You know it. It seems like something you would not want to like. Yeah. Rotting dead humans that want to eat you. <laughs> Sounds really cool. But yeah, like when when the Walking Dead TV show came out. I absolutely like loved it. Mm-hmm. I, it, it. You know, I thought it was great. I haven't I read the comic. I'm probably like a third of the way through it or something. But that's pretty cool seeing the like the differences and the similarities mm-hmm. between the comic and the show and so. But yeah, I yeah like I've watched all of the show and all of the s- 
spinoffs. And I believe over the years, like they've lost a lot of fans. You yeah, know? they have. I'm sure that happens with a lot of shows. But, but I felt like the show was like a roller coaster. Like the first season was like crazy in action. And then the second season, they they were on a farm and it was character development. And then by the end, they had to escape. And then it was like action for a whole season. And then the next season, they laid low somewhere and it was more character development. And I feel like they lose people on those character development like seasons when the, the action's low. Mm-hmm. And, but I think it's great. I, in all honesty, that's how it is with all like long running TV shows. Like mm. it's hard to keep things fresh in all honesty yeah. because me and Seth are pretty line up pretty much about the same about The Walking Dead. Like I think. I lost interest after, I don't know, probably at the start of the Negan story arc. Spoilers for people don't know, he killed Glenn and Abraham. And that was kind of like, I didn't really have a problem with that, but I just felt like, because I, I have read the comic books and Negan is a fucking badass. Like, And the things that they're doing with Negan now don't make sense to me. Uh-huh. So I haven't watched it since that the first Negan arc, but I started to lose interest after they killed off Herschel and all that shit with the governor was over with. That was to me, that was like their last mm. See, for me, the last per the last time I watched it was when Beth died. And a lot of people didn't see Beth, the blonde girl, right. daughter. Like, yeah, she's a great character. She was. Like she didn't have a lot of development. I wish they would have developed her even more because mm-hmm. she I think she would have been like she could have been really badass like she could have really shown up this innocent yeah girl that becomes this badass yeah kind of like carol yeah. like she yeah. was she was weak before and then she became this strong survivor yeah and they just killed her off and i've the actress that plays beth emily kenny i absolutely adore she's an amazing singer like i met her at one of the oh. just because of her her music i love her music i, I I didn't know she was a singer. Okay. Yeah, she is. She's really good too. She's extremely talented. A lot of people don't. I wonder if, if like outside all forces had anything to do with her leaving. Like, I know in the spinoff, uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, there was a character that wanted to leave the show because I guess he just didn't want to be on it, or and so they killed him off. But it was like, oh, you're like a major character, dude. You just like. You know, yeah. and, and I don't know if anything like that happened, like her contract was up or I don't know. But yeah, it was a big shocker, yeah. like seeing her get killed off. Yeah, because you weren't expe- it wasn't something you were yeah. Yeah. like. And then like the Herschel thing, you, you were like, I, I have a feeling that the governor's going to do it because he's a piece of shit. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> knows he's a piece of shit and he will probably do this. But it was still a shock. But Beth was like the biggest shocker for me. Mm. Like, you didn't see that. Co- I didn't see this coming <laughs> like this. And for me, it was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. It's like that first season of Game of Thrones for me, where it's, you killed off every fucking character I've attached myself to in this Yeah. Season. I'm done. <laughs> Don't even fucking get me started on Game of Thrones. Oh, I only watched like the first season. And I was- I've seen them all. I've got them all. Me and my wife rack up on Black Friday when it comes to Game of Thrones. But, and then the thing about my, my biggest shock when it comes from The Walking Dead, in all honesty, was the fact that they killed Abraham. Now, I knew Glenn was going to die. Because they had been foreshadowing that for a long time. He would get in these near-death situations and would yeah. always like hide right. under the trash can. Do you guys That's remember right. that when he hid under the trash can? Everybody thought, oh my god, he got eaten. He got eaten. But So I, I had a feeling... The they killed him, like, I remember, didn't they like he get like just beat to death recently? Yeah, it oh, was really brutal. Yeah, yeah, it was. Like he fucking got cracked on top of the head. His eyeball popped out. And so I knew kind of 
Glenn was eh, okay, but then like when that, I didn't know they were going to kill two people and yet again two major characters. I don't know who Abraham is. Abraham was the was the redheaded guy who had the handlebar mustache, the ex-military oh, yeah. like yeah. go guy. Yeah. So yeah. whenever they killed him, and then they just shit on Rick's storyline. I'm not even like that whole <laughs> thing. You know, it's probably they're probably following the the graphic novel. In the graphic novel, Rick dies. Oh, okay. So they didn't follow the... I haven't read the graphic novel. I, I think yeah, Rick read. dies, which I would much rather him die than have him leave and he get picked up by a helicopter. Well... He just ruined it for Bone Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. I had heard that he gets killed by someone in the Commonwealth or whatever, which is a, a large society mm-hmm. that's okay. in the book. And, and But I think there's they're uh, working on uh, all Walking Dead movies. To okay Okay. i might give those a shot i mean i watched fear the walking dead but i couldn't really get into it and then there's a new or spinoff uh-huh i I can't remember what that's called that's called the world beyond yeah that's what it is and do you know anything like about the backstory to that yeah yeah i've watched all all the episodes and yeah like it follows this a group of kids that are trying to make their way to new york Okay, now are these just like teenagers or were they kids that were born during the apocalypse? They were young kids when the sky fell, okay. they say. And, and yeah, they all grew up in the apocalypse. Okay. And uh, yeah, the show was good. There was a bunch of uh, cringy moments where it was kind of sappy and <laughs> yeah. just kind of corny. And But um, but otherwise, it was pretty, pretty like, entertaining. Yeah, there's definitely things that overlap in that that show up in you know Fear the Walking Dead and mm-hmm. it, it, the other show. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of stuff with with Morgan lately. Like he's been the big character that they're basing things around, which I'm fine. I thought the actor who plays Morgan is phenomenal. I liked him in The Walking Dead. Like that whole the first time that Rick meets Morgan and Morgan's with yeah. his son and all that stuff. That's real like gut wrenching. So it's. I don't know. It's I'm not going to compare it to because it's nothing like it, but it's kind of Did you guys I know Seth has, but Bone Man, have you ever played The Last of Us? The Last of Us. Um, don't you dare compare it. I'm not comparing um, it. I think I've watched a a playthrough, you know, of the game. Well, said it's like um in the first Last of Us when Joel and Ellie meet those two brothers. Do you remember what I'm talking about? They meet those two brothers mm-hmm. and then the youngest one turns yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's that whole Morgan with his son thing is like that. So it's real like tough. But on a positive note about The Last of Us, I don't know if you guys have heard, but they are making a Last of Us show for HBO Max. Are they really? Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. So I don't know if it's going to be Joel and Ellie or if which you have I some can... other. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think they'll pick to play Ellie? Well, they fucking better pick. What's her name? Or what's his name? He's uh oh, forgot his name. The guy who who recently came out as transgender. Yeah. If that's... Elliot Page, yeah, would be... Because really I think that's who the character is based off of. If you look at... They look almost identical. Mm-hmm. So I think that's who they should get if he's open to... Play. I don't know how the fact about... Now that he's transitioned, if he would play a female role or what, but... Just change it to a male role. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that would probably like upset people. Not just not the trans right. part, the trans part, but more of like it's Ellie. Like yeah, everybody loves Ellie. Yeah, 
But anyway, said, what about you? What's your zombie TV show? People probably will laugh, but mine is Z Nation. I absolutely love mm. Z Nation. It, it's like the weirdest. <laughs> it's like the shitty offshoot of The Walking Dead. No, it's not shitty. It's actually really good. It has a really good storyline behind it. It does. Like, and it's not like, it's not always that everything has to be fucking dramatic like The Walking Dead. There's some humorous parts. There are dramatic parts. And you do end up finding out that a character that you like is dies but mm -hmm. it's still really good it got like really weird in the last couple seasons but that's okay yeah yeah <laughs> it's sci-fi everybody knows that sci-fi is weird <laughs> i can try to remember how many seasons i got into i got in rather deep but i didn't watch it all but the, uh, something that i thought was really weird about the show was like the very very first episode it opens up with that with all but that african American actor, all from the Matrix. Lawrence uh, Fishburne? No, like the uh, younger guy. I was going to say, fucking Lawrence. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no but... Yeah, but... He didn't lost, right? Didn't he? Maybe. He's the he's the, the officer that has Murphy, right? In the beginning. Are you talking about that guy? No, like it's... No, he's just like some... Yeah, he's like a soldier, like, or something. But he's like the only, like, known actor, <laughs> you know, in the show so far. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, this guy was in the Matrix movies. He's big. And so, but then he, he gets killed five minutes into the episode. And I'm like, this is not the main character. Holy fuck. And then it's like some opera yeah. or actor you don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, like it becomes this other guy. And then he gets killed off in like <laughs> uh, two and a half more episodes. And I'm like, okay, yeah. so he's not the Rick of the show. What the hell's going on here? You know who the Rick of the show is? It's Roberta. Yes, yes. And she's awesome. And yeah, that's what I love about it is they picked basically what they did during is they picked an African American woman to be their Rick. And she's okay. a fucking badass. She's she like is. way she's way better than, she would kick Rick's ass. That's she, totally. she is badass. Like she's an ex a Marines, like military, mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah. I'm gonna like, have to check it out. You need to. It's really good. Like it's even like the first even if you just watch the first couple of like seasons or like mm -hmm. one, season one and two, it's really good. Yeah, like if you're itching for some like zombie stuff, like it'll mm -hmm. it'll scratch that itch for you, you know. Okay. But yeah, but yeah, like it is pretty silly at times. And my know. favorite character though is Doc. He used to mm. be, like, you get to hear their backstories later. Like you That's get to right. see characters grow. And he used to be a psychologist, but he's a big stoner. <laughs> Doc, and he always like he's always trying to like he's always either got pills or he's got, <laughs> and like. You have to look like you'll have to Google Doc from Z Nation because I like there's it's so hard to explain. He's like this older dude, long mm. beard, long hair, like really fucking like your typical like what they would stereotype as a hippie. But he is hilarious. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I'll check sure. it out. Yeah, you get to see these people, these characters grow and you get to fall in love with them and you get to see the what I expected with Beth in The Walking Dead, where you get to see like Abby, who is like this innocent, this innocent like girl. Mm -hmm. who is oh help me i need help i need help who transforms into this she's missing an eye she's beating the shit out of people like she just becomes this really big badass too and it's because the apocalypse has you know has not been kind to her right so it's All really right. cool to see people like that and then they have like different scenarios there's like a compound full of women in, in utah that they come across and like they hate men and they have this like zombie bear that they breed just to kill men and a zombie bear yeah, it's a zombie yep. bear that they have just to kill yep. men. Holy shit. 
Yeah, it's pretty, it's weird. It's really weird. But it's, if you, like Bowman said, if you just want like, your, you know, urchin for some zombie and you don't want to watch The Walking Dead or you don't want to watch Fear the Walking Dead or any of those, right. like, Urchin is a really good one to watch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Check it out. So, what about you, Darian? It's your turn. All right. I've got my pick and then I've got an honorable mention just because it's weird. So, my pick is the Santa Clarita diet. It's a Clarita diet. Yes, yes. Fuck Netflix for canceling it. Yeah, really. Uh, and I have a very, very rough relationship, Bone Man. I hate Netflix, but I love it. But I hate it because they cancel everything. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah. Have you seen Santa Clarita Diet, Bone Man? No, I'm kind of familiar with it. But yeah, I, I, I have not watched any of it. Okay, long story short, this <laughs> this woman and her husband, they're like real estate agents. And she gets... Um, I think from a, wasn't it from like a seafood restaurant, Sid? Clams? Yeah. Yeah. She, she gets infected with this, like, they look like, I call them brain spiders because they look like spiders that are attached to. Oh, they're like, so with, gross. Too. Yeah. Oh. And it basically slowly starts turning her into a zombie, uh-huh. but not like your normal run of the mill zombie. Like she's completely still can talk. She can do all this stuff, but her body starts like slowly decomposing, like her ears starts to fall off in an episode and ah. uh, like all these different things. And I think one episode, her the eyeball comes out. About, the one thing you forgot about is before she like started to turn, she was like this really cautious, like real estate. Yeah. Like I should cut my hair. And then she's like, no, I, I don't want to do that. One of those, like, I should really do this, but won't do it. Yeah. And then it changes her whole personality until she doesn't give a damn anymore. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's a little more aggressive, but she, she starts eating raw food and everything, <laughs> trying to get the craving, but she eventually just wants human flesh. And the funniest thing, which is so funny is her and her husband come up with the idea that if they only eat bad people, then nobody will really miss them. So they start going after neo-Nazis and letting her eat and attack (laughs) neo-Nazis. It's like a a zombie version of Dexter, if you've seen Dexter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's super funny. Not just her, but the fact that her husband is trying to think of a way to feed her and all this stuff because he sees that she starts to become more aggressive. But he hates it. Like he, he's, he's now like he he regrets like killing people. Now, yeah, even though they're bad. Yeah, and but it was just it was funny. It was a little bit actiony, but it was, the story was just really good. And I'm super super bummed out that they ended up canceling it because you did, it didn't really it didn't really come to an end. No, and that's what really upset. It was upsetting. Yeah. At least ended it. Yeah, that's um, the worst. I will tell you, Darian, I want to know your favorite episode, but I'm going to tell you mine. And mine is the very first one. And you want to know why? Because they're showing it. They're both realtors and they're both they're on the same team and they're showing a house together. And she says, excuse me. And she goes into this house's bathroom and you can hear her just vomiting. Yes. <laughs> and he walks, the husband walks in later after the client's gone and there's just vomit everywhere yes. on the walls, on the mirror, in the tub. Oh. And it looks like the exorcism vomit, like the, the split pea soup. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. And, and in all honesty, I was going to say that was my exact favorite episode too, for that reason. Oh, really? Yes. Is. It is and so then, funny. If you don't know, Drew Barrymore is the main actress in it. Yeah. Right. And I think Drew Barrymore did a, such a phenomenal job at that role too. She did it was she just made it she made <laughs> that, that role. So that was I'm glad that was your favorite part. Yeah, it was. Oh, I just yeah. thought it was funny. But so my honorable mention is for some for some reason I have BBC like the British Broadcasting Network channel. So they have a zombie show on there called In the Flesh, 
And the reason I picked it is it's different than your normal zombie shows because in this show, scientists have figured out a way to turn zombies back into humans. Oh. And there's this, the character in the center of it all, his name is Keir Walker. And they're a, they're, it's a former, they're a former zombie who returns home after being rehabilitated. And interesting. The whole story, and most of it is kind of, they have to learn how to live with basically all the people that they've eaten when they were a zombie. Yeah, I could never. So it's just an interesting take on zombie things because a lot of it was like a lot of the things that nobody really ever thinks about. Like whenever they see a zombie in a zombie movie or a zombie show, they're like, it's just a zombie. It's a dead person. They'll never be able to get turned back into a human. But this one answers the question like, what happens if zombies are able to be turned back into humans? Like the best way to, to put it is, I don't know. I can't remember who it was, but somebody we played Daisy with always had a thing against killing the infected because they were like, they're just sick people. So in this, and it, it kind of reminded me of that a little bit because they're like, what if they could be turned back into somebody and you just have been mowing down innocent people who can't control themselves. But that's my honorable mention. Well, how to control them. So. Yeah, really. <laughs> they need to get their shit together. Okay. Exactly. What was that? Did you guys ever see that shitty zombie movie? I think it was called Fido. Oh, Fido. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've seen Fido. No. There's Fido, there's warm zombies where the zombies start turning back into humans. Huh. Yeah, I think Fido's the one where they use zombies as like a workforce. Yeah, and then like, <laughs> they have them as pets and like. Yes. Like <laughs> yeah, and this little boy gets a pet zombie. And uh, he's like more human than zombie, right? Yeah. Like, like, talk or something. Yeah. It, it was, I thought it was a neat movie, but. <laughs> Did you watch Warm Bodies? Warm Bodies. Is that the one? I think I have seen that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zombies and they're like. It's like a rom com. Yeah. Like yeah. Rom com where he's like falling in love with this chick and he doesn't like attack her or kill her because she's not a zombie, but he like later you realize that and he realizes that he's becoming more human than zombie. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like that. Hmm. Yeah. But a uh, question, Bone Man. And I, don't, I don't know if we've, I don't know if we've discussed this, Darian. But mm -hmm. like, if there was a zombie apocalypse, what do you think would cause it? What do you think would cause us to become zombies? Oh, I've thought about this shit hundreds of times. Yeah, I probably have to lean towards like a virus or like something that was put in our food or water. I'm just gonna jump in and say I thought COVID was gonna be the zombie apocalypse. We have a we have a virus coming that will will be the zombie apocalypse. Don't worry. Like with all of our um, the glacier, uh, the, the the the. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of viruses that pop out, and I I agree. I think a virus will happen because yeah. that's the only like logical thing. And if you think about it, so if you think about COVID, the the vaccine is 3D printed. Basically, it's a 3D printed RNA, right, or like a, a protein. Crazy. Imagine what the future holds. With a virus outbreak with that, though. That's oh. fucking terrifying to think. Oh, like if somebody 3D printed a... A virus a, that could turn you into a zombie. Yeah, like a highly contagious uh, rage virus or whatever. Yeah. 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 That's... And, and yeah, yeah, but just like how fast it can spread. With people getting on planes and mm -hmm. trains. It's, yeah. That's what it was in 28 weeks later, wasn't it? Like a rage virus? Yeah, yeah. Yeah there's a i want to say it's a, a korean film called uh train to uh busan Bohan. yeah yeah that, that one, movie yeah. was crazy that movie was phenomenal <laughs> that was one of the best zombie movies i've ever yeah. seen 
a virus like that, look out. <laughs> uh, it also reminds me of, like, I don't know if you guys watched Quarantine. I think... Is that like a found footage thing? It, yeah, but it had... Or in that apartment complex. I need to yeah, see that. The, yeah, but this one had, actually had the, the what's her, the chick that played Dexter Morgan's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. It had her in it, and it basically is a form of rabies. Yeah. That they have to, they quarantine the entire apartment complex. And it's really creepy because there are scenes where it's like night vision and you just see this like really grotesque, like somebody that's been, you know, in their apartment for like weeks on end, haven't eaten anything, but they're just like a zombie and sunken in and walking around. And this chick is like in this apartment complex with no lights on. She can't see, she can hear them like walking around. Mm -hmm. Like that is, it's stressful. Get the hell out, get the hell out. This is creeping me out. I don't, I don't know, because a lot of me, I feel like the cordyceps virus from The Last of Us, that's a real thing. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, like the fungus. Yeah, it's a real you know? thing that affects insects. I've seen that with ants. But... Yeah, exactly. So what? a part of me is like, what is stopping that from evolving to where it could happen to humans? Mm. And that would be horrifying, because... If I, I swear, if clickers become a real thing, shut your mouth. <laughs> that would be, and you're just hearing like. <laughs> that is in that entire game. That is the most like uh, that thing scares me the most. The clicker, I cannot. If I hear a clicker and I can't see, I'm freaking out. <laughs> yeah, but all right. Anyways, back onto the all star topic where we're really here. Battle rap. Let me be the first to ask you. Bone Man, what got you started or interested? What started you on your path to battle? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Before I wasn't uh, really uh, like aware of like battle rap and all that. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't really that much into hip hop. Well, I am now. I'm probably more of a metalhead than mm-hmm. like a hip hop head, but I do like a lot of hip hop. But I had moved in with a, a friend of a friend, and his and his older brother had created a rap battle league in the town uh, that I live, Columbia, Missouri. It's a tiny uh, college town mm-hmm. like in between St. Louis and Kansas City. Uh, okay. But the league was called No Coast All Raps. And there's a website just like nocoastraps.com. It'll go right to the YouTube. And we have a million and a half uh, views now on that wow. channel. So, yeah, yeah, it's been going for over 10 years now. And yeah, it's a pretty awesome thing. There's a lot of leagues like around the country and even like around the world. And there's a lot of content on YouTube. If you're trying to get into battle rap, there's a lot out there to check out. But I originally got into it to, I'll promote my I'll character, I'll the Bone Man. I had, I came up with this uh, I'll creepy, uh, kind of goofy I'll character and and I had a talk show on a, a cable access channel here in my town, and I was doing these live all variety shows. Where, oh, that's like, awesome! Where like I would host as, like I would host as my character, uh, the Bone Man. Welcome to the live variety show, comedy, music, and burlesque. That's so sick, dude. <laughs> and and yeah, I'd throw a bunch of live shows, and it'd be like a bunch of weird stuff. You know, like kind of uh, a vaudeville kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got into battle rap just to, you know, let promote, promote my character. And so I would I'll battle rap in my mask and I wore like, a, you know, like a suit and tie or whatever. <laughs> but I kind of got away from that after a while. Mm-hmm. I kind of used like the mask as like a 
I don't know. It was like a crutch. I was mm-hmm. really all public speaking is not easy for a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. Like, like a lot of people would rather, you know, die than have to speak in front of a like a large group of people. And and uh, battle rap has definitely helped me in in that aspect of my life. I have a speech impediment, a s- stutter, but it's a lot of this live performing and like the rapping and the breath control has helped with that. And that's really helped with my confidence in speaking to other people and on large groups. And so it, it's been a pretty cool journey. Like I've been at it for since 2010, 2011. Wow. Probably haven't uh, battled in over a year, but I might get back into it. I'm not sure. I, I, I have to say, because we play Daisy with you, Bone Man, and mm-hmm. I, I had no idea because you're so, like, like you said, you're breathing and performing and stuff i had no idea you had a stutter for a long time yeah like it'll pop up from now and then like you're like i was like holy cow i didn't even know because your characters that you play or when you did rap in in game like you i just you couldn't tell yeah the changing of my voice it helps too it helps control the airflow and so i think that's like a big part of why i have issues is like i like i don't take a deep breath before I begin talking or something like that's happening. And and I think it's based on like anxiety. It's anxiety based, mm-hmm. yeah. it, but yeah, just things I've learned to cope with and, and deal with. And, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, it's really helped me in that area of my life. So going back to what we talked to before we actually started recording the podcast, as far as like preparation goes, like how is, how, what's it like to prepare for uh, a rat battle? Because like, boxers and UFC fighters know who they're going up against a year, two years, sometimes a month in advance. And then you have, so they have time to work on their techniques and all that. And then you also have some fighters or whatever will jump in into a fight with a month or two, or even a few days in between that they have to learn how this person fights and know how to be able to counter it. So as far as rap battles come, is that how it is? You'll find out who you're going up against a year in advance, a month in advance. and Because I know the stigmatism as far as like rap battles is you're really there just to embarrass the person and call out their flaws and really like, in all honesty, like shit on them. And so do you have time to like do your research on somebody or is it just stuff you have to come up with off the top of your head? Yeah, yeah, it's a great question. It's like over the years, it's all changed and evolved. But yeah, like the preparation, there's some performers that may not need a whole lot of prep. And then there's some that need a lot. It, it just it depends. I've And yeah, yeah, you can totally, I'll compare it to like boxing to where they know who they're fighting. They are, they are training themselves to fight this one fighter. They know, okay, all right, this guy likes to kick a lot. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be ready for his kicks. I'm going to be able to counter his kicks. And so that can, you can overlap that into uh, a battle rap because with the internet now, like a lot of battlers have like other battlers, or I'm sorry, they have other battles on YouTube that you can Mm -hmm. check out. You can see, oh, wow, this guy's really good. Or man, this guy does not prepare. He, He seems to forget like all his writtens all the time. And, or you watch some battle where something crazy happened that maybe, that you can try to reference or use to your, you know, advantage in your battle with them or whatever. But yeah, there's a lot of repetition. I feel like there's a, there's a battler out there that 
he'll often uh, I'll post a picture uh, of his notepad and it'll say I'll round one, two, and three, and there'll be like a bunch of hash marks there, mm-hmm. and each hash mark is when he got th- is when he got through the round without but making any mistakes. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes the car is just filled with hash marks. It's just, damn, he just did that round two 27 times. <laughs> he repeated that thing 27 times just to get the muscle memory, get the it, it, the flow down and things like that. And editing, re, you know, like rehearsing, rewriting. So what do you think about, I know lately there's been these kind of, I'm going to call them like showdowns. They've had, they've brought in two rappers, like usually from the same area or whatnot. and had them like battle each other. I think like they had on one, they had E4 and somebody, I can't remember who the other person was, but do you think, cause we all know a big thing about hip hop is some rappers have beef with each other. So do you think that a lot of that, do you think, Really, do you think they should be settled by just having them like battle it out on air instead of like, taking all that shit out into the public and open and people shooting and killing each other over stupid shit like that? Do you think they should just have a straight out like people who have beef just like battle it out on TV? Sure. Like in a perfect world. Yeah, that'd be incredible mm-hmm. to, to see Kanye West and like P. Diddy rap battle for mm-hmm. best producer ever or like a lot of it all comes down to money. Like, why should, you know, you know, why should E-40 spend his time to battle this person? Like maybe, maybe it, like it'd be good for his brand or, or there's some kind of, some kind of gain from it, like in a way. But, you know, I definitely can't speak for every like rapper, but yeah, that's like entertainment value, whether or not like the beef is real, like with all professional wrestling, we all know that it's not real they put on this show and they make it exciting those fans are so goddamn passionate so, you <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah. And, did you just say wrestling wasn't real <laughs> <laughs> but no no it's, it's entertainment value yeah what, what not only what can you do to entertain but what am i going to get for entertaining mm-hmm. yeah 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 and so yeah it, it comes down to money and whether it's you, you, yeah, you, you know, what if Kanye West he like agrees to this battle with all with P Diddy, and then he just doesn't prepare well and mm-hmm. he looks really stupid on the internet. Millions of people are. It's a big risk. It's a big risk for Kanye West to put himself out there in that when he's already this like acclaimed like producer and like musician. Like he doesn't have to battle. And yeah, it just it, it, it depends. And let's be honest, there's probably some rappers out there that, I don't know, probably just can't battle rap. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a style on its own, in my opinion. There's, of course, you have people who can write, and they can write really well, and there's some that can make beats and just make beats really well. And then there's some who just uh, can just have bars. And I, I, But I also think if... Somebody can't come up with some, most people can't come up with bars on the spot. I sure as hell know I couldn't. Oh shit, really? Yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> You're gonna be battling Bone Man today. Oh, it's like hell I am. No, no, Bone Man's prepared something. Already. <laughs> like I, I, I can already tell he's ready for it. Bone Man, comes down like not many. Just... I'll hear him. I'll hear him. I'm not. I'll hear him, but I'll probably have no like. 
Listen, we, you and I played a game and you made me play a game. It's your turn. This is your game. <laughs> but I've had no time to prepare. That's okay. And we'll, fi we'll, we'll figure it out when we get there. But you'll, you'll be good at throwing it. You'll sound like that country rapper, but it's cool. Yeah, I come from the dirty south. You heard me. See? You already <laughs> threw some <laughs> But anyways, okay. Up until... I'd probably say up until... Eight Mile is when, like we had said earlier, most people were introduced to battle rap. Do you still think it's more of an underground kind of thing, or do you think it's more mainstream? It's hard to tell. You know, I mean, it, it is still pretty underground. There's still tons of people where their exposure is to, like, rap battles on, mm -hmm. like, MTV or uh, a BET or Eight Mile and things like that to yeah to where it yeah it goes so deep into the underground there is just lots of stuff there's battle rap footage from like 2000 you know all that six and and all seven like the world rap championships mm -hmm. that happened in la i think and so a lot of those battlers like today are like really big names they're like highly like acclaimed and but uh, Oh, but that era was like the f freestyle era. Oh, that whole tournament was a um, was a non-prepared, you know, thing. Sure, I'm sure plenty of them came with some uh, all pre-written. You know, if you know who's in the tournament, you can start oh, just writing bars off their name mm -hmm. and just have those in your back pocket, and yeah, you can make it seem like you made it up on the spot. It's really hard to tell in that format, but. Yeah. Yeah, and the format that I've been battling in, the written format, like when you can prove that you're freestyling, it's all brownie points. Like if you're able to weave a freestyle in between your writtens based off something the guy said last round or something on his shirt or something that happened like right in the moment, the crowd just like loses it because it's, it's like in the moment. It's real. It's not – but – well, these written battles are, are great because it gives the artist a long time to prepare. Like the quality is really high to whereas a lot of freestyle battles can be the same stuff over and over. Like a lot of just a lot of comments on their shoes and what they're wearing. And things yeah, okay. and it's cool when you're like, oh, man, those guys are in the moment. They are freestyling like that is really cool. But but the content usually isn't that great. You're like, oh, I heard this before. Yeah, or it's just, wow. Yeah, I yeah. guess the shoes are ugly. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's not anything of substance. There's not a yeah. lot of wordplay or like imagery happening or, you know. Yeah, the shoes are ugly, but they're really cute, though. So <laughs> I have a question. What, I guess my, well, I have, I have a couple questions, but like, what does it look like? Can you give us like a small lesson on like how you prepare for it, what you do to, or like what you, how you got started and how somebody could get started? Sure. Yeah. You know, like it definitely helps to know like who you're battling, you know, and, you know, and I'll try to get some uh, battle rap, you know, footage, you know, like of them to see, you know, you, you know, how good they are. Like, you know, the kind of things they do or you're like, wow, this guy has really big ears. I am <laughs> going to go in on this guy's ears, you know, like or. You're like, oh, wow, you know, like his girlfriend is just hideous. Look at that. Like, dude, I am just going to go to town on this or or whatever, you know, or or our, um, 
or you realize the guy has, you know, some like slogan, you know, that he says. And so you can, you know, you can play off that or, you know, maybe he plugs his, you know, like his Instagram and you go there and you're like, man, this guy loves hats. You know, I'm going to rap about, you know, you know, all his hat collection and how incredibly vast it is or how incredibly shitty it is or, you know, like. And so, yeah, it's all about trying to find angles and, you know, things like that. Um, uh, something I like to do is is uh, um, is like name flips is mm-hmm. like you take their name and either like you rhyme it a bunch or you, um, you know, you, you know, like you use it as like an attack in some way, you know, and that's kind of a uh, situational. It's a little hard to explain you know like i guess like a um you know a you know like a cheap cop out uh, a name flip on me would be oh oh bone man you like to bone men and so it's, <laughs> you know that's like low-hanging fruit you know yeah. but you know but you're flipping the name you know you're you know you're turning it on its head and you're spitting it back at him you know like you know, like, I feel like I would be easily entertained at rap battles. If somebody literally said Bone Man, oh, yeah. you like Bone Men, I would lose my shit. You know. I'd be laughing so hard. Yeah, and, 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 like, for me, I'd be like, that's not an insult. Like, <laughs> so it's like, right. Said to come back and be like, yeah, so what? Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> and so, yeah, you know, things have really, like, changed over the years with, um, you know, you know, there's a lot, there's, um, there's a couple, uh, uh, transgendered uh battlers i'm sure there's plenty of you know you know homosexual battlers which is really cool like it's yeah and like i i do know that um people used to get extremely offended when you know um the the battlers would come out and and start insulting like you just said like you know you like to bone man like people would get really offended especially from like those communities but it wasn't meant as an insult to them right they're not, not like you're trying to insult the lgbtq community you're literally doing a battle and you're insulting the person you're battling and you both know that it's just all in good fun you're not trying to offend anybody in like reality it's not like you both hate each other yeah i mean like one or two percent of the time the battlers hate each other Mm -hmm. 98 percent of the time after the battle you know you know you're having a drink with him or her like at the bar and you're like oh man that was so good i'm so glad that's done you did great man oh you know like and so yeah you know there's a lot of camaraderie that happens it's yeah it's really rare where it's like fuck that dude you know like (laughs) no actually fuck that guy like you know you know there are some shitheads that you know like it is like that but mm-hmm. 98% of the time you know it's it's a it's a really great uh, community you know and i feel like you have to you have to be able to um it's kind of in a way like um role play right you have to be able to separate role play from real life you have to separate battling from real life like it just sure you- battled this person and they insulted you doesn't mean that they're really insulting you and you have to be okay with that like don't get so offended well i I, well i mean it really does come you know it really does come you know you know down to context like you know um you know yeah you could joke about you know my dead dad in a really creative way but if you were just a complete piece of shit about it you know even the crowd's gonna be like holy shit yeah like that's a low blow you know Mm -hmm. like 
That's right. not even entertaining what you just said. Like, but if it was some kind of like, you know, you know, you know, like elaborate thing where, yeah, I mean, I can't even think of a good, you know, you, you know, I can't even think of a good way to, <laughs> you know, make fun of someone's dead dad. But, yeah, you know, you know, shit like that happens in the battles where it's like, well, they went too far. Right. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like, like roasting. You're roasting the person. Right. And right. Everybody knows that when you roast somebody, you're just having fun. Right. Mm. Right. But when it gets like real and real serious, it's like, damn. You know. Like, holy shit! What did you just say? Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Calm down, there, bud. Yeah. Like, there's an infamous um, battle that happened in the UK, and this one guy completely exposes this other guy for uh, cheating on his wife. Oh and, shit! And it's wow. like, and it's true, and it like ruins this guy's career, and like, yeah, but that's but <laughs> right, right, you know, but yeah, yeah, but it was just like, damn, battle rap, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like the dirt you find on people like is insane sometimes, and yeah, it's like it would be like if I was like, uh, you know, the difference is like I could be like, Darian, you're so old, you pissed dust, like you know, that's a roasting. I'd be like, Darian, you're just a fucking old dude, man. Like you're just fucking old. Like that's just an insult. Like, but I could be like, you pissed dust, you're so old, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, you're a little creative with it. You know, you were trying to be humorous. You know, yeah. And Darian but... laughed. So. <laughs> I laugh at insults. I'm really excited to hear what Bowman has to say. I'm the same way. Like, I just think insults are hilarious. So, where do rap battles happen? Like, whenever somebody's like, whenever I think of somebody like saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to a rap battle, I feel like picture it in this like grimy, like back alley bar in Chicago or something. Yeah, in like New York and like. It's not so, like that. I know, I know it's warehouse. not like that. So you like, know, like they have raves and shit and warehouses. Yeah, like that's how I can imagine like where like rap battles would be. Oh, it's like abandoned warehouses or haunted hard. houses or something. <laughs> so where do these things usually happen? Um just yeah, yeah, just about anywhere, man. Um, you know, right down um, on the street, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um I've battled outside in a park, I've battled inside a record shop, uh bars, venues um uh grimy basements yeah um yeah uh you name it um i think there was a rap battle that happened in a hot air balloon once oh shit <laughs> you know but that's like a gimmick thing you know yeah but, um, but no yeah it's so it's uh yeah um yeah yeah just anywhere that we can have them you know um I, I think your your idea of the rap battle is from like the only thing you have the idea from is like the eight mile where they yeah were, that's 100 percent accurate really shitty like uh, you know they went across the tracks to the really shitty area detroit know, like, like stere stereotypical like you see a hooker on the, the side yeah. of something like okay so what about so in rap battles do they usually have usually have like a beat in the background or is it just like no music just you just go for it um, a lot of the freestyle uh, battles will be over a beat, mm -hmm. but the majority of uh, the written battles are not. They are they are um, okay. as you would say, uh, uh, a cappella. Okay. Um, I've seen some uh, beat battles where mm -hmm. where like the battlers, you know, they had the beat beforehand and and they wrote their verse, you know, like over that beat to like you know like to battle the other guy you know I, like, i've seen that happen a couple times but it's like yeah it, 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 it's kind of a rare thing mm. that's crazy that is crazy. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's like uh, all public speaking, or it's you know, it's like a debate. Like I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I would. I feel like at this point, I would much rather give a speech in front of like a hundred thousand people than try to rhyme and rap and roast somebody in front, even if it's like in front of like fifteen people. Right. Because like, I just, yeah. I just feel like there's so much room for like slip ups, and then the thing about rap battles, like the crowd can interact with you. So if like, like yep. you said, if you say some shit that's like fucked up or doesn't do land it. like it's supposed to, you're just gonna hear like boo, and then. I mean, they could boo you in a speech. I could boo you in a speech. <laughs> I, um, I would probably be that person that does it too. But like, what the fuck are you talking about? This speech sucks. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. That's mean. No, I, I might. I feel like your wife would do that to you though. Yeah, she's embarrassing. I know. I feel like she would like literally if you were like giving a speech in front of like a hundred people and you fucked up, she would laugh. <laughs> no? Yeah, That's or like she, or like she would be like the one person like off to the side of the stage going, This isn't this isn't good. <laughs> you're not good. Yeah. You are you're losing them. You're losing them. I, yeah. I would probably be in the audience laughing. Just yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't laugh at people's pain. Yeah, I feel like because it's weird because I'm I'm weird about it. Like <clears throat> I took a public speaking class in college, so I, I feel more comfortable giving speeches to people I don't know than people I do know. Because my the way I look at it is if I give a speech to people I know, they're going to be able to talk to me after this. They're going to be able to call me. They're going to be able to text me. They're going to be able to, to do whatever. But if I'm giving a speech to people I don't know, I ain't going to see half these motherfuckers ever again. Right. So I could say what I want, and if I fuck up, then it ain't gonna matter because they ain't gonna run into me again. So I guess you could probably look at it like that way with like a rap battle, right? Like I ain't gonna see these fuckers. Like the audience, like I ain't gonna see these people again. Like sure, like, sure. Of course, you want to be good. You want to be yeah, because it's something you like enjoy doing, and it's a skill that you have, and you want to like increase that skill, but also you know enjoy what you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's why I've kind of, uh, oh, I've taken a break. I mean, it was enjoyable, but like, uh, the preparation mm-hmm. uh, leading up to it is, um, you know, it can be pretty nerve wracking and, uh, you know, and, and, and like, and like the day of the battle, oh man, anxiety will fuck your body up. Like you're, yeah, yeah, your body does weird shit when you are, <laughs> when you're in like survival mode like that. Like it's like hard to eat, you your know. Heart feels like you feel like you're having a heart attack all the time. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. and so yeah, 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 yeah. Anxiety is a hell of a drug. <laughs> it's the worst drug. Like I, I have anxiety, and I, I'm not addicted to it. But I wish my body would just fucking stop. <laughs> Right, right. Okay, you're fine. Yeah, so I, couldn't, I couldn't even imagine like um, any kind of like the performance before performance anxiety. Like, would just be horrible. Oh. Like, it just comes with experience, you know. Yeah. Like, even I'm sure even some of like like you've 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 said you've done it for what since 2011. I, I think mean, so. Yeah, you've done it for 10 years, right? And yeah it's still you still get some of that anxiety performance Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. i think everybody it's it's something that just never goes away we always have that in our our mind and like yeah which i mean a part of it i I feel like could be is like because you never know if like this is going to be the guy that tears you apart but i you know i think i think it's good because a lot of people when they when they get in that position and they're so 
they have that the anxiety a lot of people will use it as fuel right right mm -hmm. right but it's totally. all the shit before you get into that position where you're on stage and doing it yeah you're like oh god i'm exhausted now because this anxiety yeah 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 uh once you're in the ring it's yeah it's yeah it's uh yeah it's like totally different so so what's the uh like what's the setup like is it like two three minute rounds like or um it's kind of changed over time but mm -hmm. um generally now it's like uh 90 seconds uh to two yeah like the two minute rounds mm -hmm. uh, i mean it, it just depends on what the battlers you know uh want to you know like agree on um uh, there was a handful of years where you know um where each round uh all was like a minute mm. you know? and that was kind of the thing and so yeah it, it, yeah and so like it was really easy for them to like cram all this really juicy content into one minute and it was just like damn that round was insane mm -hmm. but yeah but it was because they you know they compacted it all into one minute and it wasn't three and a half minutes of like you know, uh, things that you might not care about or, you, you know, or, um, uh, all raps that, you know, like, you, you know, that might be labeled as, um, uh, what's the term filler, mm -hmm. you know, it's just like, you know, uh, all kind of rhyming words for no reason, you know, like it didn't, it, you know, that wasn't like an attack. It was just like, yeah. And so, uh, I'll be able to, uh, Stack your punchlines, you know, is uh, uh, kind of the idea. You know, uh, you know, uh, I'll try to fit as you know, you know, like as many, you know, insults and uh, jokes in there as you can without uh, wasting time. You know, in a way, it kind of seems like because I am a, I love comedy, like stand up comedy, and that's the big thing about stand up comedy is. Every every joke, every story that the comedian's telling is gonna has a punchline, and the right. ultimate goal is to to give a little all this little one well, comedy anyways to give all this little side content. So when you do hit the punchline, people will laugh their asses off because you built up this this story ran around this punchline. So I I, I kind of see that in battle rap theory and like and, and and maybe bone man disagrees but um it's it's i would say it's not maybe not like it's not the same but there's similar aspects to it because you're you know it's it's there's comedy in your rap your your battle right like in yeah your rap. like you're you're insulting somebody and like that's the the comedy part and you have to give i'm sure you have to give a couple of seconds for it to land so people are like oh yeah i get that because some people don't get things so quickly yeah totally i like the timing yeah it is important and um i don't know there's this weird you know kind of thing that some battlers you know that might do is you know like they'll drop some you know uh some uh all crazy you know like wordplay or some kind of uh a word association and and they've actually like planned into their routine to be like what you don't get it and then they you know and then they connect the dots you know for the crowd and that can you know that can you know be kind of cringy at times when it's like yeah dude if it was good they would have gotten it you shouldn't have yeah. to explain it you know and uh and so you know there's a fine line there you know between um you, you know sometimes you got to write you know uh for the crowd that you are like performing to you know mm -hmm. you know if you know like oh man there's going to be 
you know, like a bunch of young people there at this bar or whatever. Or it's going to, you know, you know, all, it's going to be packed or like, oh, no, this is a private event. There's only going to be battlers here. You know, like I don't have to worry about this or that or um, even um, in the past uh, couple months, a, uh, a really big league had a, uh, a tournament on uh, Twitch. And it was interesting to watch like how they performed because there wasn't a whole lot of people in the rooms because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And so these, you know, uh, these battlers that are like a uh, big room, you know, battlers that mm-hmm. are, you know, you know, they're loud. They feed off the energy from the crowd, you know, um, you know, it it, 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 it was a huge like adjustment for them because, you know, they'd land these punchlines and usually, you know, they'd have to like, you know, like wait for the crowd to shut up because they would just flip out, you know, but, but there's no crowd there to do that. So you've got to like, uh, keep the pacing going, you know, for the viewers on the internet, because there's no, uh, crowd there. And so I'm sure that was, uh, you know, like an adjustment that, that they had to make in their, uh, preparation. But I could also see Twitch being a really big platform for, Sure. Yeah. Rap battles. Not even. I would do though for like that. Like I think I would have like a like a one of my headphones in like just to have like a laugh track or something. You might have like I would have to because if you're so used to that if you've been doing it for so long and these Mm -hmm. people you know they probably you know you said they're they're uh, big crowds they're used to big crowds and big stages and like if they've done it for so long like that's hard to readjust yourself to that. Sure. Sure. Kind of like that you know. Uh, and, and I don't mean it in like an insult, but it's hard to teach, you know, old dogs new tricks. And, mm-hmm. Sure. And that, like, maybe, maybe not in the wordplay, because I'm sure they're great at, like, picking up and, and knowing their audience and who, like, if they're young or, you know, a younger generation, they're probably extremely awesome at, like, changing up what they need to change. But that is something that's hard to change. Yeah. Like, having that audience. Yeah. So, so is, is money ever won in these, like, do they ever, like, do like a tournament and then the grand prize gets a certain amount of money or is it just basically like a, a respect thing, like get your rep up kind of thing? Like, how does that work? Um, like it all just depends. Um, a lot of, uh, battles these days are, um, uh, all, there's no judges, you know, it's all, you know, you know, it's all for promo, but mm-hmm. you know, but if people, you know, you know, like if they like agree, you know, on some judges or, or uh, maybe like a battler is like, hey, you know, I got three hundred dollars that says I can beat anyone in this, you know, like it, it, you know, in this league. Mm-hmm. And so they call someone out, and there's a bet for three hundred dollars. You know, they, you know, like they pick the judges together or, or whatever, you know, and and then boom, you know. You know, you have the battle, you know, uh, you know, um, uh, on a certain date, and the, the judges, you know, like will pick the winner and the money, you know. But that's like, um, you know, kind of on like a personal level there, you know. Right. Sure, there's, you know, there's plenty of uh, tournaments and um, and things like that, but it's not like, you know, uh, all battlers are, are, you know, making a bunch of money off this. You know, there's. Right. <laughs> You know, there's like a one or two percent that are like really making some big bucks off of this stuff, you know, and it's because, you know, they've worked hard or they made the right connections and, you know, uh, you know, they got their views up, you know, so, <laughs> but like this, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, you know, uh, to get your name out there, you know. Um, but this uh, uh, a Twitch tournament that lasted over like two months or something um, was for fifty thousand dollars. Oh damn! Uh, yeah, and so it was a very large prize, and this young, uh, uh, up and coming uh, battler uh, won the tournament. You know. Um, you know, the congrats, you know, to him for that's crazy, you know, beating some like really top tier legends, you know, and so it was pretty cool to see. That is really cool just to think that, you know, like uh, somebody that's up and coming was able to, mm-hmm. to you know, battle with the elite, right? Like, the, right, the top, you know, people that have been doing it for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And um, those battles, I'm sure those guys only had uh, one or two weeks to prepare uh, their oh. battles. So, yeah. <laughs> and then if, like, you don't know, if you don't, if, if there's, like, no videos or anything like that of the people that you're battling, yeah. like, it's hard to, probably hard to come up with something, right? Like, yeah. Sure. Or something like that. Sure. I mean, um, but, you know, but that could be your angle. Yeah. You're a nobody. No one knows you. Why am I battling you? You know, like. You know, mm-hmm. what are you doing here? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's like you're nothing. Yeah, you know, it's all on how you frame it, you know, um, like, um, y- you know, um, y- uh, you can uh, convince a crowd that just about anything is uh, uh, true if you, you know, like if you word it right. <laughs> yep. You know, you know, you can make it, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, you could like convince the, you know, the crowd that the other guy is like a pedophile, you know, <laughs> maybe he isn't, but you know, but man, you know, <laughs> people, believe, people will believe anything. If right. You know, and yeah, and that could, yeah, it's a, it's a really crazy thing, you know. That's great. I mean, it's not great, but it is. Oh, like, no, you, right. It's easy to convince people or something. Yeah. You know, like whether it's true or not, you know. <laughs> if they believe it in the moment, I don't know, you know. And and so yeah, winning the crowd over is a you know you know is a huge thing. And um, a, a, a lot of people think there's a lot of crossover with with um, stand up comedy. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there are some similars, but um, I, I, uh, I've done it like two or three times, and I'd say it's way harder than battle rap. Yeah, to do comedy, you know, uh, like in front of a crowd like that, it's just that's a lot of practice, I think. And yeah, I, I I have experience in that front. I did once one like open mic night, um, and it is it is like gut wrenching up until the moment that they like call your name. And then, <laughs> so luckily, my stuff landed pretty well. Most of my comedy is just telling real life stories. Um, so I guess on that point, it was kind of easy cause I didn't have to have material, so to speak, but I've always wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Always remember that once you insult yourself, it's okay to insult, insult other people. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seriously. Like when it comes to comedy, like when you find, when you insult yourself or you start the show off by insulting yourself, like people are like, are become comfortable, right? Uh-huh. Like, oh, okay. Well you insulted yourself. It's fine to do it to me. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, with the, like, I gotta tell you, me though, I'm the type of person that I'm like, if you're really, if you're really good, uh, stand-up comedian, and you're like, you know, it's a, it's a insult uh, comedy. If you're really good, I'm gonna be like, 
insult me. Yeah. <laughs> Make fun of me next. Me next. <laughs> so with the last, let's say, six minutes, uh, Bone Man, I'm very intrigued to hear hear what you've brought. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't have much here. You know, I was just going to, you know, um, you know, kind of rhyme some things that, you know, like, uh, um, uh, yeah, you're from Tennessee, right? Yep. Right. And so, yeah, like I had just, uh, I'll, uh, i written that down and I kind of rhymed it a bunch and it, it, and it can be hard to, you, you know, find rhymes, you know, uh, uh that are relevant. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, you know, like I might have a bunch of rhymes and it's like, okay, these rhymes, but what can I say about this stuff? It's, right. you, know, you know, and so, um, and so, yeah, you know, if I were, you know, like to battle you, I would, you know, um, you know, say something about, you know, like how you're from, you, you know, how you're from Tennessee and your girl is the only 10 I see. Uh, you know. <laughs> and now she's, uh, and now she's getting next to me. She's uh, sipping Hennessy and tripping ecstasy, you know, like just, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, it's um, like, I'm not very good in the moment, you know, but if you give me time to write stuff, I can. Um, but no, yeah, it's, yeah, but it's all about, you know, uh, coming up with the angles and um, um, I really like to, uh, I'll f- um, I really like to focus on like the multi, um, on like the multisyllabic rhymes, mm-hmm. you know, like not just rhyming hat with cat, mm-hmm. like, but like multiple syllables rhyming in like relevant you know things that you would like you know like say to someone in conversation you know what i mean yeah and so, and so it can be hard to come up with that kind of stuff on the spot but but like when you write it it can be you know you know really magical you know like um you know uh, uh let's say like i won't hesitate the weapon spray will end your days and send you straight to heaven's gate you know yeah uh, you know, that's something you could say, you know, in a conversation, I guess, you know, but, but like all the syllables hit in, you know, in kind of like a musical way or in like a pattern. And so uh, I'll, you know, like uh, all building the patterns in all your writing is kind of a thing too, but that comes with, you know, like advanced, uh, you know, uh, all writing techniques and, and, and of course time, you know, um, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, I, uh, I don't really have a lot prepared. <laughs> no, no, man. No. <laughs> and we've like, um, you know, we've played Daisy where you, you know, you, your character was a rapper. You have a character yeah. that's a rapper and we've heard some of your stuff. Yo, what's up, dog? <laughs> but we've heard some of his raps, like uh, the hoedowns and stuff, which were amazing. Like, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, like, that's pretty much the only reason why I would go to those is because I wanted to hear <laughs> your, your character. <laughs> I wanted to hear T-Bone rap because I think you're really good. And you've sent me videos, you know, in the past of some of the rap battles that you've been to or mm-hmm. some of the stuff that you participated in. Oh, right. Yeah. And so, like, I myself enjoy it. And um, I'm pretty sure Darian does. Like, and just the little yeah. that you've done, it's really cool. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I couldn't have done that. Even if even if it was, like, take a week to do this, I'd be like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, do? I need to rhyme something. Mine would be like Dr. Seuss rhyming. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you know, I mean, you know, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, but yeah, like, yeah, you know, like a lot of the, you know, like the high level, I mean, 
you know, even like within, you know, um, um, with a lot of the hip hop these days, you know, you know, like the content of a lot of the mainstream like hip hop is just not not interesting. And they're rhyming, you know, uh, all, you know, uh, you know, it's garbage words, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're rhyming shit with bitch and rich. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. How original, you know, like, and so, you know, like when I hear a song, whether it's, you know, mainstream or like it's underground and I hear those multi-syllabic rhymes that are like, you you know, that, um, you know, that are creating, you know, like this, you know, imagery in my mind or it's a joke or it's a reference to something, you know, word association, wordplay. And I, you know, and I hear that, you know, um, you know, um, and I hear like the multi-syllable. It's like, yes, this person knows what's up, <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, and it's also like, it's a deeper meaning too, right? It's like, well, this yeah. is this deep. Like, it's, you weren't being lazy. You actually took the time and like had meaning behind it. Yes, yes. Yes, for sure. I mean, it all kind of comes down to preference, you know. Um I saw a video. I can't remember the artist, but it was a, a female uh, all, um, uh, all rapper, and like the video was pretty uh, all, all grotesque and you know like bloody, yeah, like yeah, like horrorcore. But you know, like the raps were like um, were like incredible. But like uh, people in the comments were just trashing the shit out of it, and it's like. Did you even listen to the rhymes? Like, I haven't heard something like that in a long time, <laughs> you know? So it it really comes down to preference, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Listen, I, there's there's one rapper I know, and I, I you can look her up. I will not. We're not going to put any links because she is very, very dirty. <laughs> who is it? Uh, her name is Miss Sun. Oh, I don't know who that is. Have you heard? Mm. Never. Okay. No, you no. can look her up, but it's it's really, 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 really. When I, when I say dirty, I mean dirty. Like, <laughs> like Cardi B wet ass pussy dirty. Like worse. Woo. She's really good. Like she, she's like she has she knows that I don't know like her words probably aren't like you know the the rapping is good the the beats are good I'm not saying that the the rhymes are good <laughs> but um like she's really good at being able to rap though oh so yeah so you like her her um uh what's the term uh i guess like the cadence or yeah. like the yeah like her flow yeah her like you know? yeah that's her flow yeah, is really all, good you know her personality you know yeah it's just her her lyrics are very very dirty and um yeah it's, it's, <laughs> she's really but i like it i like the flow of it yeah i mean you know if it sounds good to your ear you know yeah it's it's she's i don't know if she still raps but she used to it was something that i you know found when i was younger which is even more insane <laughs> i don't know i don't know shit about nothing i listen to country music and yeah i want to see you as a country like a country rapper like is that a thing yeah sure sure know? um um i traveled down to uh west texas and i battled someone down there um and yeah it was in front of a bunch of um pretty much a bunch of mexicans <laughs> that were dressed like cowboys like you know yeah. like the you know um yeah all the texicans i guess you know yeah like and and yeah and, and imagine you know <laughs> you know this guy in this like skull mask and a suit up there <laughs> doing that and 
I didn't get any reception. The only person clapping was my buddy that came with me. <laughs> and I thought I killed the guy. Like, I thought my rhymes were, like, awesome. I didn't screw up once. You know, like, I had an amazing performance. But, like, the other guy got all this reaction because, you know, he was from, you know, the area. And, and it was, yeah. It, you know, and so, but. And so, yeah, it's really crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's what I want. I want to hear Darian rap about a tractor. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some, like, uh, country, like, uh, battlers you could check out. But I can't really, yeah, think of much. I mean, uh, there's a bunch of leagues, you know, down in Texas. And um, there might be some in, like, Oklahoma. But, yeah. (laughs) That is is hilarious. Um, So you have, let's, we're, we're coming up on the hour 30 so let's we can you know if everybody's good we can probably end it but i want to make sure that we get of course we'll be linking your all of your stuff you know your your twitch your instagram and and um a list of other things but uh you know we this is your chance to um promote yourself so you know yeah, whatever you know. sure um yeah uh thank you very much for having me on this um uh yeah this has been a lot of fun um yeah thank you um Let's see. Um, you can find a bunch of my battles on, uh, on NoCoastRaps.com. And there's tons of entertainment on that channel. You you will not be disappointed. Uh, yeah, also NoCoastRaps.com is the place to go. The, uh, to check out a lot of the battle rap there. Um, I have other battles on other channels from other leagues. But um, I guess there is a website called... Um, what is it? Verse uh, a tracker, um, and it's it's kind of like a Wikipedia of uh, all battle rappers. You can look them all up, and, and there's a list of all their battles and stuff. Like it's really cool, you know. Like if you're trying to get into it, and you know you want to check out, you know, you know, like a certain guy's, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? You know, like his career, you know. So, so yeah uh that is like verse tracker uh, com uh, let's see i also stream on twitch uh, uh bone man variety on there um usually in the evenings um i uh produced and acted in a f- full-length uh film called uh all uh, i'm sorry it's called violence uh i'll give some hope and it's it's pretty much the Bone Man movie. Um, I played which the I watched very, by the way. Oh, and good. I thought, I thought it was awesome. Awesome, yeah, awesome. I watched it too. It was really good. Cool. Yeah. It's you know it, you know it's not um, you know you kind of got to pay attention. There's a lot of weird stuff going on, and the plot kind of jumps around. Uh, like the film, um, I'd say about three quarters of it was uh, all, uh, all, uh, all was I'm sorry. It, it, it was unscripted, so we were kind yeah, of making yeah, it up as we're going. You know, like you know, we had a solid idea, but yeah, like a lot of it, we cool. were kind of like, yeah, that is cool. Unscripted work and it come together. Yeah, we were learning as we were going. You know, this it took us like three and a half years to make the film. So, um, it, you know, it was me and a buddy and a couple other friends, kind of here and there. Um, so, um, uh, Harry Krenline is the writer and the director, uh, and we are, s- um, s- 
Guy Burner Films. Um, there's a, a Bandcamp link there where you can purchase the film if you want. There's a link there on YouTube where you can watch the film for free if you'd like. But if you want to support the project, you are more than welcome to. Um, let's see. I also have some. Uh, um, uh, uh, I have some uh, hip hop. Um, it's like infused like with metal too. So it's, you know, so it's like rap metal, I guess. Um, and, um, I think one of those is on the no coast channel, but, uh, yeah, the two albums, we are, um, uh, all body snatchers. Um, uh, Kelly Betts and I, uh, Kelly Betts is the founder of no coast. Um, and we have a couple albums together um, as uh, Body Snatchers. And so the two albums were called uh, Six Feet. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, Six Feet uh, Under and Rising, I want to say. Damn, I feel like, <laughs> like, how can I not remember my own title? <laughs> yeah, Six Feet um, Under and Rising. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Um, but the, And then the second one is called uh, Resurrection. And so we had a lot of fun. Um, we recorded that actually uh, during the pandemic lockdown. So, you know, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a uh, all Corona album, I guess. You know. But yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, all battle rap, movies, hip hop. You're a man of many talents, and and yeah, and we'll be we'll be linking this, and and then um I'll be making a basically a flyer. I'm gonna start doing flyers for every episode, so that flyer will also be on Instagram. It'll have all your links if you're okay with that. Oh yeah, please. Perfect. Yeah, I want to make sure that we can get like especially our guests um they're them recognized because you know this has been a lot of fun, and mm-hmm. I think that you know you're extremely skilled in what you do. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for the world to be able to see you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've, uh, I'll come a long way and I still have a long way to go. It feels like so. (laughs) Well, let's wrap it up. This is Darian from the your inner nerd podcast receding back into my, uh, cave of knowledge until tonight, which it's not important, but because by the time people hear this, it won't be out anymore, but we're doing a just chatting session today. Yeah. We're doing a just chatting session tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Yes, 10 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv backslash federal one. Come join us. Come chat with us. AMA for all you know. For those of you that don't know, means ask me anything. It should uh, really should be ask me almost anything because. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll answer anything. I, I have. I'm not afraid of anything. I'll. I'll answer anything. Like if somebody asks you like weird shit like your favorite sexual position you're gonna tell them yeah yeah well i'll ask my wife tonight before when i get off here first if i can talk about that stuff so yeah. see there you go bud <laughs> uh, i'll pineapple on pizza oh yeah hawaiian pizza as long as it's canadian bacon not american oh. bacon okay okay that's me but anyways i'm receding back into my cave of knowledge this is darian signing off this is Ed signing off you gotta say signing off bone man oh i'm signing off bone man I love it. Have a good one, guys. Have a good night.